When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Jason and Derek here. Derek, a couple great stories today that are right up your and my alley. First, uh, well, we're going to get to Kate Moss for a second. She and her sister have been in the news recently talking about a little bit of issues of nepotism, which is something you and I talk about, what it takes to get in the industry, and is it just the way it goes, or is there something wrong? But we'd be remiss not to start with Justin Bieber, who at the ripe young age of 28 years He's old... He's still in his 20s. He's been famous for so long. He has just sold all of his music catalog for $200 million. It's unbelievable. It's part of a trend. Let, let's get right into it. This is the story of the day because we see these all the time. Artists are selling their catalogs for these exorbitant nine-figure sums. But most of the time, we're seeing it with older artists who have these historically important songs, uh, and they sell the sort of cash flows associated with that songs to some other entity, and they take the cash up front. So, so, so for example— Tons of them. Just give me, give me one. Who, who's, who's the biggest? The biggest is Bob Dylan. Okay, so you get Bob Dylan. Bob, Bob Dylan. Dylan is now in his 70s, I'm guessing. Yes. He's got a catalog worth hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> Maybe 80s. And he wants to enjoy his life. His money has sure. been tied up. In, I mean, he's obviously a rich guy, independent of that. But his catalog, his his money has been tied up in his catalog. And he's like, you know what? What am I doing here? Let's enjoy my life. Yes. But I won't a- be able to collect all the money. I don't have as much time right, left. So exactly. I should take it up front. Why, why am I going to continue to make $10 million a year, which is great, when I could get... How much did he sell it for? $300 million for his publishing catalog and his master's for $200 million. So $500 million. $500 million. Now I can do with this whatever I want. I can buy islands if I want. That's to. right. And it makes sense for the other side of the transaction, too, because they get the cash flows associated. Yeah. They, over time, as a company, will probably make more, or they think at least, that they're going to make more than $500 million. That's why they do the deal. Right. But they're saying, like, here's the cash up front. Right. Uh, but Bieber's 28 years old. Yeah. Bieber is 28 years old. You don't see it as often because the catalog value is not as well known. Uh, right. Bob Dylan's songs, you know. Uh, commercials, commercials, everything. Everyone knows Bob Dylan. Uh, But the company who bought it is a company that's really big in this business. They're called Hypnosis, H-I-P-G-N-O-S-I-S. And they buy these catalogs all the time. So the business must be working in some sense. They own David Crosby, Neil Young, Barry Manilow, Richie Sambora, Blondie, Chrissy Hind from The Pretenders, Dave Stewart from The Eurythmics, Red Hot Chili Peppers. How did you get Richie Sambora in that list? I know. How did Richie have anything to sell without John (laughs) Bond? How did Richie slide into that list? <laughs> it's pretty good. I put him in there. Um, so he's selling this catalog for $200 million. These deals are usually in the nine figures for for big artists. So um, so the, the, this company, Hip, Hypnosis, yeah. has its billions of dollars in outlays that are dependent upon f- future royalties. That's right. And and they, they're amassing this eclectic catalog, I assume, for putting them in movies, licensing the rights for movies, commercials, Selling and commercials, so forth. Streaming. They have a business plan. Yeah. And uh, so Justin Bieber selling his catalog, it's, it's, inter- it's an interesting inflection point. We said he's 28, but Justin Bieber used to be 
uh, I want to say like the Taylor Swift of the, of his era. Like Taylor still has this like huge impact when she releases an album, and I'm sure Justin Bieber would as well. But he's taking a little bit of a step back. So now he looks at his catalog and he says, "I should just cash this thing out. Even if I put out new new records, this thing has value. Uh, I don't maybe want to tour as much." He seems to be a married man who's sort of stepped back a little bit from the limelight, and so he's making this Bob Dylan old man move. In his 20s. Yes. What do you make of this? Like, what, what is this, I guess, sort of, uh, is it a harbinger of Justin Bieber moving into a different phase or just, uh, I, want a ca- I want cash and I'll still make new music? I, I think it could be something big. I think yeah. this could be his departure from the music industry, potentially. That I mean, Justin Bieber's yeah. always been a, in, in, not in a bad way, but a strange dude, Mercurial. Right? Mercurial. I would say there, a fair, there we is, go. A, is a fair He's a mercurial guy, yeah. and it doesn't see, he hasn't really been making much music recently. He and his wife seemingly have a wonderful relationship. They care about each other deeply, and it almost seems like he's like, I, I want out. I want to give me my give me my ball. I'm going to go home with it. And I'm going to be very happy. I'm going to give you an even hotter take. Uh-oh. They've faced some health issues yes. uh, along the way. Haley has been in hospitals. They're both very young. But for some reason, you know, he had uh, partial paralysis of his face. I think he's sort of confronted mortality at a very young age. And he wants to enter this new phase where he and Haley are going to make a family. I-, I-, I honestly believe that this is a harbinger of Entering this like sort of middle age phase of life, you know, usually you do this in your 30s. He's doing a little early. I think because but he's that, bored with wouldn't this. Wouldn't that counsel in favor of keeping the collection so that no, he wants the cash? But uh, but that we know that over, theoretically oh, so the that, reason the reason hypnosis is paying for this because over time it's going to pay more than they're paying up front. Yeah, he's 28. He's got not just this income. He's got income that rolls in like crazy. Sure. Right. So, he don't want to manage it. He doesn't want to manage it, right? $200 million is so much money, Jason. He can take $200 million and put it in a bank account and on the interest alone earn millions and millions of dollars a millions year to just live on without worrying millions about Millions and millions of dollars less than he could earn Absolutely. by just simply licensing it out. I get it. But, but with it, much less, like, angst. I guess. He doesn't have to worry about his image. At all. He can just live his life as a dad. <laughs> he can put on, like, sort wait, of... Wait, he can grow a pot belly. I, he doesn't... He, there's no pressure once yeah. you've cashed out. I, I guess I, is what I'm saying. He can just so. be Except you watch that money dwindle in your bank account every time you spend it. You're like, oh, sweetie, can we afford that? <laughs> you are projecting, my friend. <laughs> that indeed I am. Um, so I, I find it a fascinating move. I think uh, $200 million feels like... the. I, I'm the biggest Justin Bieber fan, but it feels like the right amount when I look at these other sort of sales. Imagine Dragons sold theirs for $100 million. Justin Bieber seems about double an amount. Imagine yeah, Dragons. Timberlake was $100 million, it says Timberlake. Yeah. I would think a, uh, more for Timberlake because I think of the heir apparent to Justin Timberlake I'm being a little Justin surprised Bieber. That, that Imagine Dragons wasn't worth 25 mil yeah. tops. I got to tell you, I'm sort of, they, they had a good negotiator. He made more than Neil Young, though. Can you believe that? $150 million for Neil Young, one of the greatest songwriters in history. What, what, is, what does Neil Polit- Young own in those songs, though? I wonder I if think he, most of it, really, right? I think he is like this like irascible, like politically motivated guy who probably hoarded his music rights. That yeah. would be my sense. I don't have any sort of direct knowledge of that, but uh, it sounded like the right... I, I wanted to get on this and sort of criticize, like, how could you pay $200 million? But I think they'll make it up. Oh, absolutely. I think they're going to make Absol- money on this deal. Absolutely. I think it Bieber may, will be It may happy. take 15 years, but then once you make it up, and you you got to finance the loans and everything else, once you make it up, then on the out years, it's all gravy. These This hypnosis company, it's Blackstone back, they're going to be one of the biggest owners of popular music from, the, from this... Di- Generation, I think that's right. Actually, from the last four or five generations of all time, they're going to be in 30 years. Yeah. Once they've made back this money, they're going to be this company that just brings in cash. That's right. And the reports are just to, just to give it some context. They buy a bunch of catalogs. This is their biggest splash ever. Spending yeah. 200 million on Bieber is the centerpiece of their catalog because 
I don't think you're going to make as much on Richie Sambora. I yeah, mean, you probably not. <laughs> maybe a couple bucks there. But I want to move on to what is my favorite uh, yes. sort of news of the day. Tell me about Kate Moss's half. Before you do, oh, actually, go ahead. I add one more thing. Yes. Whose catalog? I, I have two names in mind. Yeah. Is the most valuable. The Beatles. The Beatles is the most valuable catalog in history. It's a, it's worth put them off to of the dollars. Side. It's owned by Apple Music. I, I think there's actually one artist who I think's catalog who still this artist still owns their own catalog. I'm not going to be giving away. I don't know if he owns it, but I'm going to say Elton John. Elton John's big. Okay. Elton who do John's you say? Big. Mariah Carey. Oh, huge. And, and, and I think she does own a lot of it. She wrote many that, of those songs. That freaking, most of them. that freaking Christmas song. Gigantic. Kicks off money uh, like nobody else. Elton John's very good. Uh, Just a huge catalog. It's a huge catalog. Like Rise isn't songs. as big, but she's had more number ones than anybody else. The most. It, it, it's, it's Those a, are going to make some money. And, 19 and number ones. And, and her, her big Christmas song, All I Want for Christmas is You, every year, forever, will That's kick right. off millions and millions of dollars in royalties. That song is the biggest annuity you can hold. It's, a it's just a perfect thing to kick off. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. All right. Uh, Tell me about Kate Moss's half-sister Lottie. She got into some hot water with her views on... Why she's successful? Well, I, I don't know how much hot water she got, and I think there were a bunch of trolls out there who were getting, getting so much getting that she left her. Twitter. Yes. <laughs> so the half sister of fashion icon Kate Moss, uh, one of the biggest supermodels of all time. Uh, we have right. to explain to people in the '90s, heroin chic was the look, yes. uh, and Kate Moss was the leader of that movement. She would be in these black and white photos with a disaffected look on her face, and she was an icon. Right. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. She was the most famous person of the 90s fashion world right so anyway so so her sister her younger sister lottie is now a player in the uh in the music industry i'm sorry in the, fashion. In the modeling industry in the fashion industry and is getting some really important gigs uh walking runways and as a result she's getting some hate people yeah. are coming after her saying you only get the, getting this because your sister is kate moss she also and, looks a bit like the same look. I, they're, yeah, they're, no, related, she, they're related, and she's trafficking right. in the same idea. So Lottie, not one to take this kind of slight sitting down, comes out and says some pretty outrageous things, really. She says, I'm so sick of people blaming nepotism for why they aren't rich and famous or successful. It's not fair that people who come from famous families are getting a leg up because of that. But guess what? Life <laughs> isn't fair. If you put your mind to something, you can accomplish anything. So instead of being negative about other people's success, go and try and create your own. All right. So I would ordinarily just want to drag people like this. They boil my blood. But I'm going to give her her due in this respect yes. before I do that. But I am going to do that, just so you know. Lottie is in an industry where you can't... Um, you can't fake it. You you can't fake it. She's not inheriting a company where it could be a ne'er do well who has yeah. no idea if, how to run a business. If she, was she has a, to be good looking. If she was a bridge troll, yes. she would not have gotten the gigs, notwithstanding. 
I don't know how far that gets you. Exactly. Right? I'm not sure how she did get the opportunities in the modeling industry from the name recognition. There are lots of, of the pretty women name. out there who just never get a break. Right. But she is beautiful. Yes. And you have to at least meet that level. I mean, we talk about the Kardashians in this respect, too. Like, you know, uh, um, uh, your favorite Kardashian or your favorite Jenner Kendall. is Kendall Jenner, who is a huge modeling icon now. Did she get the opportunity because she was part of the f- most famous family in America? Probably, but she's also drop dead gorgeous. So yeah. she can walk a runway and not seem out of place. The nepotism that no, really... I, I admire her for her mind and her business <laughs> acumen. I don't know what she's talking about. The nepotism that usually bothers me more is when it really misallocates uh, resources and the lack of any merit whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. that, that right. I think is bad for society to right. have someone who doesn't know what they're doing inherit a company that could be valuable in the hands of someone more talented. All right, that was this sweet. Is... Now drag poor Lottie. <laughs> but I will say this to shove this in the face of your detractors. Is not a good look. Yes. This is something that if you are the beneficiary of nepotism, you quietly accept it with humility, mention the advantages that you've had, and you move on and be successful. Yeah. When you say, how she dare says, you? Go suck it. Go yeah. suck it. Life ain't fair. It really angers the Twitter Twitterverse. And she, she's got so much hate that she... She left. I mean, it becomes unbearable. So Derek point. and I have talked about nepotism a lot, and I'm more forgiving of nepotism. And I would say you're a proponent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, neither of us come from anything. No. I, my parents, I, I, great parents uh, who got me ahead in life generally, sure. but never in, in an industry of any kind. And uh, But nevertheless, I just view nepotism as the way it is. Yep. And every parent does for, in, in the, it doesn't, nepotism doesn't just involve parents and kids, but Every parent does for their kid. Every sister does for their half-sister whatever they can to get them ahead. I give my kid every possible advantage I can give, and I make no apologies for that. I send my kids to fancy private schools. I will get them tutors to take the SATs. And there are people who are less fortunate who don't have those resources who look at me and go, that's so unfair. You know what I say? That's right. It is unfair. But I care about my kids and getting them the leg up. And I would certainly love to see more equality out there generally and all everybody have access to everything. Sure. But the way the world is structured, I do what is best for my kids, and I will not apologize for that. And and listen, and and I I also want I want to say your kids will benefit from these things, but they're also talented. I know I know your kids. Well, they will wear that. They'll have to sort of wear lots of talented kids who are not going to be given the opportunities and are probably not going to may or may not achieve the same successes. Or who knows if my kids are going to be successful? Right, probably if you're not. Right, but but nevertheless, I, I I just. I just bristle at the idea that Kate Moss shouldn't uh, forget that Lottie statements. I, I cannot justify those comments right. in any way. It's so stupid. But if Kate Moss, if Lottie Moss can call up her sister and say, hey, can you call the head of Fashion House X yes. and get me on the runway? And Kate's got the power to do it. And Kate loves her sister. I have no problem with Kate picking up the phone and calling the head of Fashion House X. Yeah. And there's something you said. The last point I'll make is when the rubber hits the road, you have to be able to walk the walk of whatever industry you're in. Yeah. And and that gets exposed whether you've gotten more opportunities because of of, of your famous name, whether you've gotten doors open because of fancy colleges you've been in. I've been a beneficiary of having gone to fancy colleges. I get a lot of interviews. I get opportunities. But uh, ultimately, but you earned that. But you, I, earned I, that. I earned that part. You lied in your application open. quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you, I, otherwise, you I learned it. how to fudge <laughs> a transcript. But uh, no, but that opens the door. But ultimately, in any industry, yeah, gotta you gotta walk the walk. You right. have to know what you're doing, and uh, you know the. 
you can keep the job for a while if you're the beneficiary, the scion of a big company. But if you botch it, you'll botch it. If so, you can't do it, you can't do it. So one day you are the uh, head of TMZ. Yes. And your daughter, oh, Nick's, your daughter, oh, <laughs> the, head of the head of this. Sell, sell, you want to sell? I get to stand on the pedestal. By the way, sell there? the catalog to hypnosis <laughs> exactly. and cash out. Um, <laughs> so you, your daughter comes to you. She says, Daddy, I want a job. She's 24 years old, graduated college, want a job doing this. You see another candidate who is clearly better, more experienced, understands the issues yes. you're confronted with better. Who do you give the job to? You know I can't turn down my sweet dick. <laughs> I, I mean, right? It's exactly. True. It's exactly. true. It's the collision of my the softness I have for, you have for your children and what you think is actually right. So yeah. you're right. Uh, that'll do it for us. Uh, we'll see you next time. All right, bye.